So we're back for our second episode of the Heart and Hustle podcast. I'm Charisma. I'm a photographer. I am the founder and editor of Equal and Forever, and I blog over at Charismatic Concepts. I am Angelica. I am a partner and director of projects over at Sublimality, which is a branding strategy firm. And I'm also the editor and designer of Studio 404 and Studio 404 Paper, and that's what I do. So today we're going to talk about something that definitely has impacted both of our lives, which is entrepreneurship and friendships. I think everybody can talk about friendships, but when you mix in what you do professionally and it's completely different than what your friends do, things get a little messy really quickly. Yes. Entrepreneurship is definitely... It's definitely different than most people's careers. So one of the things that um, has always just been difficult for me, because I just recently started having friends that are actually entrepreneurs. So the longest time, I just literally did not have one friend that owned their business. It was just, my friends have cool jobs and they're great, but literally not one of them like really (laughs) understood what I did. They're like, oh, so you just kind of like hang out and right. stuff like that. It's like, you no. don't wear pants. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what people assume. And then they also are really confused. Like, especially when I started getting into photography, I started out shooting weddings all the time. So every weekend it was like, hey, um, so I know that your birthday is eight months from now, but I would love to know what your plans are because I'd love to be there and I have a wedding possibility. So let me know now. Right. And people really didn't get that sort of thing. Um, it's, it's definitely difficult to explain that to people. Yeah, totally. I don't have, like now I have way more creative friends than I did previously when I was working a regular job, but, um, having a nine to five, you have a set schedule. So after five 30, you're at home and you can do whatever you want on the weekends. You yeah. can do whatever you want on holidays. You can do whatever yeah. you want. You don't check your email. You don't go. You, most of the time, you don't even have your work email on your phone. Oh, Depending yeah, on the level sure. of like where you are in your company. So if you're an entry-level employee, you don't have your work email on your phone. I, I just like, thought about that for the first time ever right now, but that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, John just recently got his email because he switched from being a teacher to a dean. Right. So now he has email on his phone right. for school, but for for work. Well, but for the longest, he did not. It was exactly. just like some, once he was done, you he were was done. done. And yeah. you leave. When you're an entrepreneur, you check your email every five seconds of the day because it's potentially a yeah. client or it's, you know, it's your lifestyle. It's how you pay mm-hmm. your bills. So you don't, you can't be negligent. Into it. Well, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand, like, you know, because John gets like, you know, a week off for Thanksgiving, two weeks for Christmas, he gets summers off, and people can't understand, like, why I would want to work during right. the week that he's off, but I'm like, I love what I do, number one. <laughs> like, number two, like, with photography especially, those are really great times right. to be, like, working, exactly. like, that you get a lot of work during that time, and there's a lot of blog traffic and stuff during that time. People are, you know, checking out things at online home. and getting ideas. Exactly. They're at home, so they have more time to check those things out. So, like, you know, I just recently was in New York kind of, like, on a workcation, and I did two sessions while I was there, and I checked my email every day. And I mean, I definitely wasn't as on top of things um, as I am when I'm in Orlando, which normally happens when I'm in New York. But I definitely worked, and right. people were like, "Oh, like it must be so great to have like a whole week off." And I'm like, "What? What yeah, is what, what is, is a, a whole week, week off? off? I like, don't <laughs> understand what that is. Like that that's not the way the world works." And I think that it's also kind of hard when you have. Um, like those regular, like regular friendships versus creative friendships, regular friendships, people don't always understand how hard you work. And I think that they don't mean to, but sometimes they can kind of belittle like what you do by being like, Oh, like I wish I could stay home and, Work from yeah. home. It must be so nice. Like when you have kids, it will be really. Yeah, I was gonna easy. say it's so yeah. much worse when you're working at home, mom. You almost like you have to not take comments personally because you almost want to stab people in the say, face. I'm not a mom, and I'm already offended <laughs> yeah. by like people yeah. saying that to me because I'm like I can barely like run my business, take care of myself. That is so much work, <laughs> and to add like another human yeah. person that I would take care of, like. I don't know what's going to happen when that day comes. It's so nice that you get to stay at home with your daughter, like, during the day. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't. She's going into child care yeah, starting in January yeah. because I need time to you work. You have to work. Like, it's, you know. I, I love mean, being at home with her, and I love, but we just don't 
the amount of work that I have to do versus the amount of time it takes to spend with a toddler, which she will be, which is really sad, but she's, she's a yeah. toddler. She'll be walking and she can go around and do things. It requires all of your attention. Mm-hmm. You can't do both at the same time. And the thing is, is like, of course there's so many jobs in the world and a lot of jobs are hard and a lot of jobs require attention. But I'll just say for me personally, like owning my own business is the hardest job I've ever had and it requires way more of my time and attention and focus than anything else. So I feel like it'd even be easier for me to do one of my jobs where back in the day, like when I had a regular job, I'd be easier for me to do that and watch a kid at the same time than it would be for me to run my business. It would be because I could get my work done in like the first two hours of me being in the (laughs) office and I could spend the rest of the time watching Netflix or, yeah. like, baking. And that's the other thing that people don't get is, like, I'll have friends that will be, like, texting me during the day or, like, right. they want to call and I'll be like, hey, like, I'm actually, I'm in, like, I'm locked in right now. Like, I'm in editing mode so I can't talk in another few hours. And they're like, I don't get it. And, like, what I try to explain to them is, like, okay, so if you're at work and you kind of goof off, you get paid regardless. Right. Whereas if I'm at work and I don't deliver a product or a service or whatever it is that I do, then as an entrepreneur, you don't get paid. Like yep. it's not it's not like a matter of like my mom doesn't get that at all because she's always just like oh, just take the day off. Right. Like, she'll be like, let's go grab lunch. And I'm like, I have to work. And she's like, just take the day off. And I'm like, I have a plan for, like, when I need to get right. things done. And if I take that day off, I have to make it up somewhere. And I feel like yeah. people who are not entrepreneurs don't no. always get that. Or if they are entrepreneurs and they do different things, like, if you have a full staff, it's different than, like, my mom is used to working with the staff with her business, whereas I don't work with the staff. I work with me and my husband. That's it. Yeah. So when she calls me and she picks up the phone and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, work. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And I'm like, why are you surprised? That's my job. My mom literally asked me yesterday, what are you doing tomorrow? I was like, it's a Monday. I'm going to work. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh my word. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. And I feel like another thing that and I mean, this isn't all creatives, but definitely artists and creatives are more sensitive. And I definitely go at least once a year I go through like a time frame where I'm like emotional about something to do with my job. Whether it's A, I don't want to do it anymore right. and I'm oh like, done. <laughs> or it's like B, it's like I'm I'm a fraud. Like and I know a lot of people in the creative you know industries talk about that, how like sometimes you just feel like, Oh, I'm a fraud and like, right. you know, whatever. Like something emotional. Yes. Or you're just like, I wanna do something different it, or uh, I don't whatever. I wanna do something different. Different is me. Like, and I feel right like, now. yeah, I'd say, and we go through those things, and sometimes they, you know, sometimes they're big deals, and other times it's like it's just emo- something going emotional that we're emotions. going through for the week or whatever. Yeah. And so John is really used to it because I've been doing it now for like eight years, and I'll be like, <laughs> I hate my job, I'm so horrible. And then like two days later, I'm like doing a shoot I'm super right. passionate and about, and love I love what it. You do. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like people who have regular jobs, like, they don't feel that way like it's maybe it's like because of the passion side of things like I definitely think there's people that have regular jobs and hate them obviously but they hate it like continuously it's like a it's like (laughs) a daily the same amount of hate it's not like oh I dislike it right in this moment because I'm not feeling sure of myself or whatever and then next week my passion will be back for and I'm going to feel better than ever so I feel like it's kind of hard to explain to friends that aren't entrepreneurs like those ups and downs of entrepreneurship they just kind of don't get like where you're coming from with that. I think creative entrepreneurship is different because you have to measure based on your talents and your abilities. And yes. so that has a lot to it's do personal. with your personal, mm-hmm. like that's your personal feeling. So if you feel like you're not measuring up to where you think you should be or where your peers are or where you're, you know, someone else is, you really take it like it's personal. You get down about it and you're really upset and you get frustrated and then you go into a mood and I am I'm in a mood right now so I just I'm not talking to so many people because I'm in a mood I need yeah. to figure it out I can't talk to you I don't want to go I out I feel like that happens at the end of the year too, yeah so oh my goodness and that's the thing is like I know at the end of the year like I know to check in with like you and Melissa right. and different you know creative friends that I have because I know it's like okay it's the end of the year like it's that time where we look back and we're like what did I, I accomplish <laughs> yeah did I actually do anything like am I making you're looking at money is because it... you're getting ready to exactly. pay taxes so you're like and my for fine? all your Christmas gifts exactly. and all that so it's just like yeah 
I mean, I definitely think the end of the year is an emotional time. It is very emotional. I'm definitely in a place. Well, because last year, I was like, I just need to get through labor. Yeah. <laughs> and that was oh, like yeah. my thought. I was like, I don't even really care about my business right now. Yeah. I need to have a baby. And that's going to be it. Right you now, I'm like. so pregnant <laughs> I was time. very pregnant. That was like my life. I was just like, hey, me and yeah. my bump. But right now, I'm just thinking, I need to be because David's working with me full time right now and yeah. that that we've never worked full time together at the same time ever. It's always been one person's on, oh. one person's off. And so this is the yeah. first time that we're like full time. Two human beings have to make enough money and to take care of themselves and a child and a cat and like and be around each other like twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. he sits outside all the time, so it's not that bad. <laughs> You're like, I just make you him know, stay. No, outside. he just like he prefer, like we don't like to work in the same area because yeah. we work different hours. Number yeah. one and number two, we just. We have I very mean, different John work. And I desks are on opposite sides <laughs> yeah, of the thing. Like, you guys can even share a room. We can't even be in the same room. <laughs> I'm like, don't come into my space. Yeah, I don't mind. I, if we had to share it, I wouldn't mind it. But he'd have his headphones on the whole time. So yeah. it wouldn't. It's like not working with the yeah. same people. And we don't work at the same time. So it's fine. But it's just, yeah, when you have your, your marriage and your household depends on your business, you are. We're right now we're hunkered down. Like we're in our house and we don't really go anywhere. If we go anywhere, it's with friends that we know. Like we have to be with you. Otherwise, yeah. we're at home working right now because we're trying well, to say, pay like, bills. Also, I feel like just like when you have like marriages can be different to explain to people that are not entrepreneurs. No. Especially yeah. like when you have a relationship like yours, like there's so many differences between that and then like my marriage where like one of us is not an entrepreneur and I feel like that's something that my non-creative non-entrepreneur friends also are like I don't get that like that doesn't make any sense you know what what I mean like yeah there's just like there's I don't know it's I feel like it uh, maybe I'm speaking for not all creatives here but I feel (laughs) like creatives can be difficult sometimes (laughs) like we're emotional no we are and I feel like it, it takes a really awesome non-creative to be, to be, to be in a relationship creative. or yeah yeah to, like, to be in a relationship to be friends with because there's just a lot especially when anybody that we can owns be a, a lot we can be a lot you, we come with a lot of package we have a lot of restrictions like i need to schedule my time with you oh yeah I that's a big one for people that are not entrepreneurs like lunch i try i try to be good at it every it's, now no, and but again. it's so hard because it's like you know if you like i have you know the the day designer and yep. so i write out what i'm doing like for the hour and some people are like you're crazy and I'm like no, no it's just how if, for me personally because I I can be organized right. but if I let it go too far I won't be organized yeah. like I have to stay on top of myself to be organized so I write out what I'm going to do by the hour and it doesn't always go out perfectly as planned but I try to keep it yeah. you know as close to that as possible and so if someone you know there's some flexibility in it but at the same time like I normally have at least a week ahead of time I'm right. going to have everything planned out because I know what's due. I know, you know, all, all the things I need to get done. And so a lot of friends, like, I feel like they feel like they're being neglected. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not trying to neglect you. I just, unfortunately, have to know things way ahead of time. Right. So I've gotten better about, you know, because I am, like, I can be super, like, antisocial. Like, I'm fine by myself. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I love you guys, but I don't really need to see you. <laughs> So I've gotten better, though, about, like, reaching out to friends and being like, hey, like, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, can we do this? Can we do that? To make sure that I'm seeing non-creative friends on a regular basis. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, creative friends, I feel like not only do I see them in crisis, which (laughs) happens a lot, like, oh, my God, this is happening, I need your help. But I see them for things like this, like podcasts or different projects we're working on together and things like that. So I do feel like I just see and and speak to my creative friends more just organically because of what we all do. It's almost like you guys are, like, my extended network of coworkers because I don't have We're all coworkers in my brain because we all share the same stuff. Yeah. I just so uh, I'm gonna check in with you in the middle of the day and be like, hey, I'm totally lost on WordPress, and I made this huge – giant space and I don't know how to no. get it out of my blog I what do I do and so I it's like adding to 200 exactly oh, no. <laughs> so that sort of thing happens and so it's like I reach out to creative friends for help a lot right. and uh you know vice versa or to be like hey look at this victory that other people might not really understand why it's right. important but it's really important like yeah. I'm being featured on this blog it's easier or whatever. for me to go to lunch with creative friends at two o'clock and not <laughs> 11 to 12 o'clock with people who have regular jobs because yeah. we 
are, we can be flexible. And a lot of times, a lot of my creative friends hate working at two o'clock. I think two o'clock to like five is like dead zone. Either you it work is. really Why? productively like, in the is... morning or you work yeah. really productively at night. But the afternoon is like, go get groceries, go mm-hmm. to the bank, go get I coffee with friends. I hate that time. And I don't really know what it is because it's not even that I necessarily feel super tired. But yeah. No, I, I just don't like working. Like, I have no creativity. My brain is shut off and I need to go outside and do something else. So most of the time I'm at coffee. Maybe it's because <laughs> it's a good time to be outside. Right. So our bodies or are I have like, meetings a lot during that time. Yeah. I'd rather have meetings during that time than to not do... Like, to be at my computer staring at a blank screen for hours looking very sad while Spotify, while Adele plays in the background and I cry. I haven't even listened to the new album yet because I don't want to be sad right now. Like, <laughs> I know it's like, it's funny because when I found out she was like dropping out, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. But then I was like, well, when will I listen to it? Because I'm like, I'm going to be in New York for a little while and then like it's Christmas time and like, I, I just don't have any time to be sad right now. Until for the holidays. I know. I'm like, I think I might just take like this weekend and be like, you're just, because once I, yeah, I'm just going to be sad. I'm just going to tell John like, you didn't do anything. It's not you, but I'm just going to be in my room eating cookies and listening to Adele for like all Saturday. I think I'm just going to do that. I mean, I feel sad already just with the single. (laughs) Like like when it comes on the radio, I'm like, And I can't even relate to that song. No, I feel right. Like. I'm no, like, I have nothing in my life to relate yeah, to. Yeah, I feel like I'm like from. I'm like I'm I'm very very lucky in love. So I'm like I, I can't even necessarily relate to yeah. a lot of Adele songs. But I just I'm like why did he <laughs> do this? And I'm like wait a second, who is he? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I mean I just I, I can't be sad right now. So oh, I'm like when okay. I have the time, I might take some time we, this we weekend. Won't be sad. Yeah, All but right. it's it's definitely on my list of things to do. But, um, so one of the things is, like, finding creative friends. Like I said, for a long time, I just didn't have any. Um, I feel like, you know, John and I made a lot of friends in school, and then when we started dating, yeah. we kind of, like, our friend group became, like, right. a bigger friend group. And, I mean, some of those people have really awesome jobs. Like, they work at NASA and stuff like that, right. which is really cool. Which they're always like, oh, you're a photographer. It's so cool. I'm like, you work at NASA. Yeah. Like, like, I'm pretty sure your job is People go to more, space like, where Yeah, like, people space. go to space where you work. Like, okay. You have pictures of actual <laughs> space in your office yeah, where I have pictures of people. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'm like, they have, like, cool, awesome jobs, but... For a long time, I just didn't have any friends that were entrepreneurs, and I didn't really know how to find any, especially because I'm very shy when I first meet people. Right. Like, if I go into a room and I don't know anyone, I won't really say anything. And then, like, once I get comfortable, it's like, oh, my God, charisma will never shut up. <laughs> so it was really hard for me to find creative friends. And actually, I feel like one of the first creative friends I found was you. And the way I found you was through – there was, like, a Florida blogger, yeah. like, blog. And I was just, like, reading through it, and I was like – I told myself, I was like, this year, you're going to ask five creative girls out to, like, lunch or coffee. I'm like, you're just going to do it. Like, you're just going to ask them. And, like, you know, you're just going to do it. I ended up only asking two. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, I found you, Melissa. And then I gave up after that. I was like, this is this went pretty well. So, like, I feel like I don't. I'm not going to chance it. uh, Yeah. I'm like, I feel like it's pretty good. But also, like, in being more comfortable and actually finally having creative friends and putting that out, I guess, into the social media atmosphere, right. um, then more creative people started reaching out yeah. to me. And so now I have a ton of awesome, great creative friendships, not even just here in Orlando, but in New York. Right. Like, every time we go to New York, I have to spend half of my time just, like, meeting up with right. awesome people. people. So, you know, so definitely. And, you know, Southern California, I have, you know, my longtime designer that I've been working with, Bobby, who lives in London, or she lives in Bristol now. Um, so now definitely I have a lot more, but for the longest, it was really hard for me to right. find anybody because there wasn't anyone that I came into contact with on a daily basis that, um, was a creative entrepreneur or an entrepreneur of any right. kind. So I feel like that's a challenge is like, how do you find creative friendships? And you yeah. have like way more than I do. So <laughs> I like, have how a did problem. You it sounds it? like I'm a secret extrovert, but I really am not. <laughs> what happened is that I started blogging regularly and I think that was around, I don't think I had 
quit my job yet, but I knew that I like two years was going to be the plan. I, I quit at one. Yeah. I'm working with the person I was working with because that was a terrible life decision. And so um, I was, blo- but I've always blogged. I've been blogging for 10 years now and I always had blog friends that have been around that come and go. So it's ebb and flows. Some of them we're still friends with on Facebook. Yeah. We've been friends with for like 10 years. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? But they don't blog anymore, but I still do. Yeah. So I got serious about it and I was like, who are all the bloggers in Florida? And so somebody reached out to me and they were like, let's start a blogging network. And I was like, okay. Whatever. Smart idea. <laughs> um, so we all, like, a couple people applied, and it was just three girls, and neither one of them lived in Florida anymore, which <laughs> is fine, but we started Sunshine Bloggers, which was very short-lived. But through that, that's how I yeah. met Melissa, yeah. is that she reached out to me on Twitter, and she was like, I see that you live in the same town I do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally do. Let's go to coffee right down the street. And so we've been friends since, and I think that's how you reached out to me, too. So that was one way that I met a, a lot of bloggers that live in the city, because I went in, I just added everybody on Twitter. And follow them on Instagram. That I, was, I was saying, like, I list. definitely like stalked people on Instagram, and I You're like, right. I like for for you, I followed. I, I actually read your blog because I saw I saw it through like the Sunshine Network, and then I actually yeah. read your blog, and I was like, oh my god, this girl's really cool. I was so intimidated by you. I was like, oh my god, she's like way too cool. She's gonna be Lies. like, You're such a dork. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> so Lies. I emailed you, but with Melissa, yeah. I actually, and it's funny because I didn't know you two were friends. Yeah, which was so funny how it all works out. Um, but with Melissa, I actually went on her Instagram right. and I was like, oh my God, this girl is posting like Disney stuff, like nothing but like Disney <laughs> and like Disney. Marvel <laughs> and like cute stuff. And I'm like, this is pretty much all the things that I like. <laughs> and so I don't even know how I said it, but I, was, I think I was like, I think we had kind of like started liking each other's yeah, stuff on Instagram a little bit. It was Instagram weird because I was like, bit. okay, these people are interacting. But I'm like we were talking yeah, to each it other. It was weird. <laughs> like we were like liking each other's stuff on Instagram. So it's like I would like some of her stuff. She would like some of my stuff. So finally, I was like, "Hey, like I don't think I said, but in my mind, I was like, your Instagram is pretty much like we should be best friends. Like, that's <laughs> what like like I told John actually. I was like, I was like, so I'm following this girl on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure that we're gonna be best friends because of our, of right. our Instagram feed. And John is just like. Whatever, whatever works, whatever. <laughs> whatever you need, friends. He's like, whatever works. But it's so funny because all of our husbands now get along so yeah. well too. So it's just, yeah, it's so odd how that right. works out. And I've definitely met a lot of my friends at like just local events. We are in the WordPress Orlando group, so we've met so many people from there. And it's so weird because we've been there now for three years. And David's, like, checking his Facebook, and he's getting invited to all the Christmas parties, because everybody's having a Christmas party. And none of my friends have invited me to any (laughs) Christmas parties. So I'm like, you're so popular right now among, like, the... But just, we just kept going to stuff, like, we went to Creative Mornings, and we met a couple people. So you're so good at going to stuff. Uh, I met, like, somebody else um, through blogging. I met her at... I went to Starbucks with her, and she ended up being a really good creative. Like, she's so so better than I I have, like, an important question for you. (laughs) So, because you know for me, like, I'm always, like, I follow like creative mornings and like I follow you know the WordPress thing and all these different things and I'm always like oh yeah I'm gonna go to this and then I put it in my calendar and And then then I don't don't go go. (laughs) so basically what happens is like the day before the day the morning of I'm just like oh my god like I'm not gonna know anyone like who am I gonna sit by and then I'm just like you know what and then I I come up with something to do work related and be like oh "Oh, well this work related (laughs) thing is more important than this networking thing so I'm justifying, like, staying home. Yeah, so how do you, like, how do you basically get over in your head, like, I, I know now you're used to it, but, right. like, think back no, to, No, like, no, I'm still not yeah. used to it. If we go to something that now, now because we know everybody, it's a little, a little easier, easier, but when we go to different things, like, we're looking at different conferences to go, so, like, we had never been to a conference before, like, yeah. a creative one, and so we decided to go to Creative South, which is in Columbus, Georgia, so it was really cheap, and it's, like, a six hour drive or something my family lived down there so we could stay with them so the first year we went we were like we don't know anybody that's going we're really when we bought chickens we didn't think we knew anybody well find out that everybody from orlando basically well, goes yeah. <laughs> and so it's like orlando like all the ucf people and all the aiga people it just the aiga is another thing we're not members which we probably should be but we um went to a couple events so we were like we don't know anybody there and now that we keep going we we just get to know people so but. do you think like going with david helps like um, going with a I've person i've not always gone with david let's say because i know like a lot of things you do are like lady bloggers stuff, yeah so it's like you don't i don't always go with lady bloggers i feel like it's more intimidating because lady bloggers are pretty 
and they put on makeup and they have clothes <laughs> and they wear shoes. That I they... thought you were gonna say they're a pretty something, like they're, <laughs> no, pretty, they're like, pretty mean or pretty. No, and you're like, no, no they're, they're just pretty. pretty. You're they're like, damn it, they're pretty. <laughs> they're just pretty. I am not trying. That is not true at all. Like when we, it's different when you go to like tech things. Like if I go to Orlando Tech, which is the tech meetup, like at the end of the month. And it's mostly just guys in jeans and beards. And, beards. <laughs> and, and like and beer. It's cool, like jeans, time. beards, beer, and glasses. Okay. That's literally what you wear. When you go to like lady blogger things, you have to be a little bit more I have polished jeans and glasses. And a little bit more refined. And yeah. you have to kind of have your stuff together. You have to have your business cards. You have to cute accessories. Your nails need to be cute. Like so I yeah. think I get intimidated with that, but I just I just go. You just <laughs> because go. if I don't go, I'm going to regret not going. And what happens is almost as like a, it's not a pun. Like you shouldn't do that because like I feel like people get FOMO and you can't always go to things. But when I know I could have gone to something and then I yeah. don't go because I psych myself out, which happens sometimes. Like I'm like, ah, I just don't feel like going. And I use the baby as a excuse. I'm like, I need to put the baby to bed. And I'm like, she's fine. She's like a little adult. She'll be okay. <laughs> I go to Instagram and I get so bummed out that I didn't go. Because I'm like, mm. oh, man. this. Then I'm like, oh, a person I did know was there. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't just show up and go. Like, it's very, you just have to do it. <laughs> That's true. I guess I should start doing that. Yeah, like, I'm doing better at after. making it part of my job. So I just don't go to go. If, even if I don't get, like, a referral, I don't do business. I'm going to go to blog about it or go for my clients. Like, I just went to an educational blogger's thing. Cause one of my clients is an early childhood education center. And I didn't want to go because, A, I don't blog in education. I came yeah. with so many excuses. I was like, I don't even like Ming Court. I've never been to Ming Court. Like, how do I know I don't like it? And I was like, I'm not even going to the conference. But I went. I had a great time. I learned a lot about how education um, bloggers use social media. So it really helped my client a lot, having all these notes. So I just tied it into my work so that I would have to go. I feel like that works for me because, like, I'll do anything for my business. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm hardcore for, like, right. whatever I need to do to get it done. Like, exactly. I love being an entrepreneur. I will do whatever I need to do to keep yeah. being an and entrepreneur. Yeah, so and you have so many great partnerships. You don't know that they're there until you go out and talk to people who are exactly the same as you. Like, we had a couple of photographers come to the WordPress meetup the month before WordCamp, which I think it's like October, and they were just, like, cute. Like, you could just tell that they were just, like... I don't know why I'm here, but I just need to get my blog together. That's I just me. <laughs> but I'm totally the person that now that I'm, I've been there, I go up to those people and try to make them feel comfortable and make awkward jokes and then talk about why I have a baby here or something strange. Yeah. Just, but all the organ, most organizers of meetup groups are good about trying to make people feel included. Like it's awkward if you go something and if you're sitting at the corner and nobody says anything to you. Then it wasn't the meetup for you, and you don't want to be friends with those people. Anyway. True, that's a good way to look at it. Like yeah. not everyone is necessarily going to be a perfect meetup, but right. you don't have to go again. After. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. There are some meetups that are not good. Yeah. <laughs> like there have been some that have been complete waste of time. So just gotta go. You gotta do it. I know it's so. If hard. you can't, like, if you can even get John to go with you. Mm. yes you can people do it all the time their wives come with them like it's more men bring their wives who are not entrepreneurs than women who are entrepreneurs bring their husbands because they need somebody just to be there i like to do things by myself though yeah like i'm like you can stay home and make me dinner i'll (laughs) I'll be back actually that's like my ideal situation to go to like a cool like meetup even if you do something in like winter park or something what if you guys like what if he goes out around the town and you go to a meetup well what's weird is like i do feel like in new york it's a lot easier for me to like get out of my shell and just be yeah. like, I'm going to go do something, you know, that I would normally do because I don't know what it is. You it's pay just like money energy. to be there once. Yeah, so you well, do want to take I mean, advantage of not the time. Even, I, don't think, I don't think it's that because really I, I get paid to go at this point yeah. because I work while I'm there. So I get paid while I'm there, but I think it's just like the energy. Yeah, that but I think weird. what I have to remind myself, cause like when you're in New York, you're on foot. So it's like, you are literally around all these people right. that are creative and awesome, whatever. I have to remember that, like, when you don't live in a place like that full time, you have to go out and find, find those people. people. Yeah. Because when I'm with, like, you and Melissa, I feel like I could go to anything. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're all creative. The energy's great. <laughs> everything's awesome. And then Melissa will be like, 
Oh, I don't think I want to go. And then I'm like, yeah. me and either. Then, yeah, and then we no. leave you and you have to go by yourself. <laughs> so never go. Like, like, pretty much like we bail. And then wah. you're like, I'm fine, guys. I can it's go by myself. Me. I'm going to get murdered at a thing by myself. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, we definitely like bailed on her and sent her to like a warehouse by herself. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. We all like, if, if seriously, if we all go, I feel like it'd be easier. But you two will text each other the night before. I know. I feel like we're not going. <laughs> She you starts it. I disagree. Don't text her. <laughs> don't talk to her. Block her number. I think, like, I can't talk I to you right I think that, now. like, what I need to do is I need to, like, write down a number and be like, this is how many things you're going to go to this year. Yeah. To meet people. Exactly. Maybe try, like, once a month. Once a month. Okay. So I feel like that's just 12 things. That's yeah. not... And you can do it once a month, so that's you don't like have a, to do, yeah. like, 12 in one week. That's a way better number than what... I, I was going to yeah. say 30, but I always, oh. like, I'm ridiculous with goals. I'm like, oh, right, 30. But yeah, Under now that I'm thinking about it, I'm and like... over-deliver. Yeah. maybe you'll find something that you... Like, for instance, there was a women and minorities in tech group, which that's I don't awesome. think exist anymore which is sad because when I went it was awesome Awesome. so if you just find those things that you really really like or the people you really like and you could just and then you start to see those people all the time like we see those people in town all of the like we can go anywhere downtown and we will run into someone that we met at a meetup now which is awesome. It's, awesome. it's really true. Like I've walked around with Angel and like literally everywhere we go, like as like especially like we'll be having coffee and then like somebody comes walks in the door and they're like, Oh hey and like she has to stop. Like it's almost like she's like a celebrity. No, I'm not even kidding. No, I don't she has to stop and talk to people all the time. <laughs> and she's not. always like, I'm so sorry, Chris but excuse me. Oh, like, I talk to these people. <laughs> she doesn't use that voice, but <laughs> I bougie voice. Bougie voice. Um well I, w- I did want to talk about, though, um, for when you don't have people that are nearby who right. are creative. Because for the longest time, I wasn't sure. I was like, where are my people here? <laughs> so I feel like it's really great if you can find people online, right. even if they don't live near you. Right. Um, one of my best, best, best friends, uh, she is a travel blogger. And um, she is a wedding planner, actually, in New York. She lives, like, 45 minutes out of the city. And um, we've been, we actually became friends on The Knot in 2008 when we were both like planning our weddings and she was, she was having a destination wedding here and back in the day, like the message boards were really popular. So we were on the message boards and we became friends from there and like now we're really good friends, like our husbands are good friends and I mean we've been friends for a really long time and she comes to Orlando at least once a year. I go to New York all the time and like we always hang out and catch up with them. And then in addition to, like, seeing her in person, um, obviously, like, I follow her blog, she follows mine, all that good stuff, but we email each other at least once a week, and it's, like, a really long email, and the way that we do it is we, like, compartmentalize, so, like, we put, like, a heading, like, a little topic, and they'll be, like, okay, business, and then I'll be, like, here's what's going on with my business, John, here's what's going on with John, travel, so it's, like, we'll catch up on everything, Exactly. and, I mean, we try to FaceTime, we try to, you know, talk, text, everything, but... If nothing else, I know that, like, yeah. we're going to have that email to come back to. Right. Um, and then even, like, uh, Bobby, who lives all the way in Bristol, like, we do a good job at, obviously, like, when she's here, we try to see each other, but, like, we use WhatsApp, right. that app that you can just, like, write to anybody and it doesn't cost you any money. So we'll, like, text each other through that. We'll email. When we can, we FaceTime. We have to, like, plan it ahead of time because right. our hours are so incredibly different. But I'll wake up, like, because I get up pretty early, and I'll be up at, like, 7, and it'll be, like, whatever time it is over there. I never pay attention. (laughs) But it'll be, like, the afternoon over there, and, like, we'll just, like, FaceTime, you know, and we'll be in completely different parts of our day. But I just think it's so important, like, when you do have friends that aren't necessarily right where you are to keep up with them, just because someone's not necessarily in front of your face, which it's great. I think it's so great to have like people in real life that you can say, Hey, let's go grab coffee, but you can still grab virtual coffee with people. (laughs) (laughs) You can still get your virtual coffee on with people if they don't live near you. So take the time to find, you know, the people that you relate to, whether you're close to them, whether they're far away, and Skype them and email them. and Because, yeah. I mean, even when, when we get really, really, really busy, there's times we can't always see each other no. in person, but we at least know we're going to, like, text each other, FaceTime, yeah. or whatever. There's so many ways now to keep in contact with your creative friends that it's just, like, there's no excuse. Yeah. And it's I think it's very important, and it's very 
healthy for your relationship because, or for your, for yourself, those relationships, because there's no one else that's going to understand what you go through as an entrepreneur, the way that other entrepreneurs, right. do. it's just no one else gets yeah. it. You know, you're really good at that because now we have a lot of our friends have moved to New York or to Texas or to California that were here. Which is like By sad. the way, like when you live in Florida, you only move to New York, right. California, and Texas for whatever reason. Like yeah. those are the Nobody only places moves anywhere else. Yeah, like, like that's literally I don't know why. all the places. That so apparently, we're only to. allowed to go to those. No, places. especially New York. I think maybe five or six of my creative friends moved to New York in the past twenty, like twelve months alone. Which is very depressing because now I'm like, do we need to move to New York? Like, what are sure, we? Sure, let's. Both what are we doing here? I don't know, but it just—you're really good at like catching. And it's not that these are people that I just saw when I saw, so it's different. So I didn't really—I'm not really good at like, let me email you and see how your life is doing because I will get—it will get confused with my work emails and then I won't respond and then. You well, go into I, the black hole. Like, I'm really good at tweeting people though. Yeah. I'm really good at randomly being like. <laughs> Hey, how are you? (laughs) I'll say, like, I also feel like I'm very big on, like, I don't really have, like, friendships. I have best friends and I have acquaintances. Yeah, exactly. But I don't really have a lot of, like, regular friends. friends. So, for me, it's, like, that's why I keep in such contact with everyone. And then, like, there's people who, like, I'll just, like, tweet with or whatever who are, like, but they very much, like, slip into, like, acquaintance, like. Yeah. Like you're you're like one or the other. Like so I'm like, if you want to be my friend, we're gonna be best friends. Like this is, this is like this is serious. Right. Like I, I don't really have a lot of people that I'm like in between yeah. with. Like I'm an all or nothing yeah. type of person. But you can even apply that to regular friends. You could of if course, your regular yeah. friends live somewhere else, you can definitely yeah. take the time to email, get in touch. Yeah. I'm just I'm not good. I have family that lives eight hours away. It's not even that far. It's a hour and a half flight, and I see can now go I feel so special because I'm like I talk to you all the time. To, so. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this the other night. I was talking to my friend, and I was like, "We see each other." Like I said, like you, I see you more than I see my family. <laughs> like I see you literally like four thousand more times. I didn't think it was just mom friends. I was like, I see you guys. Oh, we were talking about I think Thanksgiving. We're like, what are we thankful oh, for or yeah. something? And I was like. I see you guys more than I see my family. I talk to you literally every day. Like, I work out with these women every day, like, yeah. oh, five days a week. I see their kids five days a week. I haven't seen kids that are related to me <laughs> in, like, a year. <laughs> That's really bad. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm not good at, like, and it's, I think it's because we were in a long-distance relationship for so long. Yeah. And we put in, like, a lot of work. And I think once we were together, I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't need to see anybody We else. don't need I'm to dead. do, if you're long distance, I spent too much time trying to put that into work with my I'll husband. Say, you're definitely good, though, at, like, people that are nearby. Yeah, like, no, like, I really, I'm better, I put in I'm better at people that are work. long distance, <laughs> and you're better at people that are, like, nearby. I'm like, I'm like we need to, like, find, we need to, like, work on balancing it. Yes. So we both have, like, our creative friends that are close and that are not close. yeah because i'm not good at it at all i just i'm not <laughs> well and there was definitely like a time when like i scheduled it in i was like well i need to make sure that i keep in contact with these people so i would every friday would be my email day yeah so i'd wake up on friday and before i would do anything else i would because also like friday is like a more like relaxed day i mean yeah. it's not necessarily if you're an entrepreneur but like everyone else is talking about yeah. like Oh, Friday, it's the weekend. So I'm like, I want a piece of that. So my way of doing that would be like my Fridays, I would start out by doing just like my personal quote unquote emails where I would email just, you know, the people who were my creative entrepreneur friends. And that way I would just get them all done. And I mean, like I, like I wake up pretty early and so I'm normally like emailing by seven, but like by noon I'd have all of them done. Like, and they'd be like detailed and good. And seven to 12 on a Friday. I've already worked out. I am cleaning my house. It's not even, there is no excuse but in my brain, it's just so hard. And I don't know, maybe well, it's like, because... Well, it doesn't have to be, like, a long email. Yeah. Like, I'm, the, I'm the type of person that I'm like, I need to know, like, everything yeah, that's no. going on with you. But it could also just be, like, hey, three lines of, like, well. yeah, like, hey, I Love saw you. the article you wrote, or I just read your I just think I, would, and... I had an experience with a friend. And we um we we catch up. But it's, it's definitely not the same. But we were best, best friends. And so when we both, you know, moved... 
it was just we didn't talk all the time. And I think my feelings got real. Like I was in my feelings. I was yeah. like Adele, twenty five. Girls, girls get feelings about friendships. I mean, friendship. I'm sure boys do too. But like, I they think do. Women, Guys get really, really it's it's a whole. But thing. I got in my feelings so bad about it, and I took like it took me like months to get over the fact. Like, and then we just stopped talking. So it got it, it took me months to get over. It. I literally like I would cry. Like I was like sitting at home watching sad movies, crying. Like why are we not friends anymore? So I, I'm almost afraid of like if I reach but, out like, to people. Is it a situation where you guys were living in two different places and then you didn't necessarily put in the effort? No, I put in the effort. Side? That's the problem. I put oh, I put okay. in all of the effort. And and I have a ton of emails. Wasn't. Like I haven't even deleted them. I have the emails yeah. that I would send to her. I'd be like, "Why are you talking to me?" It was so sad. It was yeah. really pitiful. But that's I get stressed out about. It. I'm like, if I put in all when that was effort that? again, that was when we got married, 2009. Okay, so you it was way it was old, way too long to get over. You? 19. Yeah, that's time why. To get over that's it. why, because you're 19. I mean, like everything <laughs> get over it, that get out was your really dramatic for me, like female friendship wise, happened 25 or before. Yeah. After 25, <laughs> something happens, or at least for me, and I hope for other people, <laughs> where people are like, I am no longer going to be dramatic about friendships, and I'm going Just to like get to like go. the source of, of the, problem. the problem. And right. yeah. And so like some of my best friends like don't live here, but it's you know I can tell them like hey uh you know I haven't talked to you in a little while my feelings are a little hurt by it and let's just go ahead and like figure that out you know like before let's work it before out. it's like a, a problem yeah before it's like I don't know like people sometimes just don't want to communicate with each other and yeah. then I'm sure like when it's creatives then it's just kind of yeah, it gets yeah and so people <laughs> just won't communicate with each other and they'll they'll have these feelings and they won't fully let them out sometimes you have to just tell the person like hey and I think that like, we're really, like, we can be guarded with friendships, so we don't want to, like, put ourselves out there like, and be like, no. yeah, no. because then if the other person's like, well, I'm sorry, like, I've just been really busy, like, you're overreacting, and then we're just going to be like, oh my god, yeah. I'm in my feelings, and it's horrible. Even though you do the exact same thing, I'm always busy, and I don't respond to text messages. I'm like, let's just meet up and talk about it. I am, I will admit, as great as I am with emails and with calling people and FaceTime and all the different things. I am not a great texter. And I know that like... It's just because texting came... We were already fully developing friendships. And yeah, then texting became texting. a method of communication. And I know some people like love texting. And I don't... Like I don't mind it. But to me texting is for like something quick. Right. Like if I'm traveling and I can't talk to someone, exactly. I'm going to be like, hey, this is what's going on. Or like... You know, if it's just something really quick that I have yeah. a question or whatever, but I don't like to have like full long, long yeah. conversations through text most of the time, unless we're in it two different time zones. It feels impersonal because when texting was introduced, first of all, it cost money, so it was yeah. like ten cents a text message. I remember those days. So you had a lot that, of like, Nokia phone. W R D or W Y D? What are you doing? That was it. Like yeah. you didn't write a whole bunch of like stuff. Yeah. So it was very. You we still had phone calls, and you still. I mean, eventually webcams came. Before texting became like free, so you yeah. it was easier to get on your computer and talk to someone via like MSN Messenger or Windows Live Messenger via the webcam, which is what I did in my long distance relationship. We talked a lot via webcam before we even started texting. Like we yeah. like, started texting and then we like got married. <laughs> well, I feel like I never like have like a text conversation with someone and be like. Oh, that was a really great conversation. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I don't feel closer no, to someone no. after we've texted. And like I will of course like send people like It's easy to fight with people over oh, text, yeah. but it's not easy to yeah. feel like Well, I will feelings. like send like pictures and stuff like yeah, that to like close friends and things like that. But like those are friends that I still will talk to in yeah. person and have like real So I'm like if you're just texting with someone, don't expect them to, you know, that's not like a close yeah, friend. Give, not give a, a little bit more than that. Yeah. I mean, it's unless not, you're young, I feel like the younger kids do have text conversations because they, they do, it was introduced into them as a method of coming. They didn't have house phones. I remember seventh grade picking up my house phone so when weird. I left like school and three way dialing my friends, and that's how we talked yeah, in middle school. Good that's times. the way you talk. Or you could be like on. Um, AIM. Yeah, a, everybody was on AIM. You had but really you that what was always funny with me is like I'd be with a friend, like you go to a friend's house, and then you and guys be on AIM. Yeah, you so log like, in, AIM, you're other friends, but you're like there yeah. sitting with your friend, and you're just like, oh, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm sitting here with my friend. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And so, you talk so to all of your classmates. Yeah, yeah, that totally happened. I remember that. My mom actually just got rid of her house phone, like 
like two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, they still have a house phone at my house. The issue though is that like I only know like three phone numbers, and one of them is my mom's house phone number. So now I don't know her phone number. No. (laughs) Oh, I was I was like when I was in New York, I was like, what would happen if something like happened to like my phone? I wouldn't be able to communicate with anyone. Like I could call myself. And John, you need to write the numbers down. Like the oh, like and take time to memorize them. That's well, just like cool. I know. Well, like my mom and my uncle, they both got rid of their house phones. I knew theirs, and like I know my grandparents. And I wish that like somebody when my grandparents died, I wish somebody would have taken their number and just forwarded it to because their then cell phone. I like I'd be like at least I know someone's right. number. But those are the three numbers yeah. that I knew. And now everyone's either died or doesn't have phones anymore. Yeah. And I'm just like well, I know a lot of my anymore. friends. Anybody that lives in like a three mile radius, I think I know their numbers by heart. I do not know my mom's house number because it changes like two times see a year. i wouldn't know the people that live close by because i'm like i can just run to their house <laughs> <laughs> i know like everybody's phone numbers and i know everyone's address which is sad like i knew your address i like moved. i would know so not addresses have to memorize your new address. before like i would know addresses before phone numbers i'm weird that way yeah because i'll like write out mail and stuff like that but exactly. but calling no i mean i'll call but it's just i just you look press the button <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty bad about oh it. So another thing that I want to talk about with entrepreneurship and friendship is when you're in that dynamic where, and again, this might just be something that's kind of like unique to people that are entrepreneurs or in the entertainment industry yeah. or anything like that. When you, cause obviously like our brands represent us online. Yeah. We have a certain amount of followers. Obviously most people are going to want more followers and more engagement because right. that's going to lead to more sales and better business. So obviously you're going to want those things. And sometimes we find ourselves in friendship with somebody who their online persona might be much more well-known than ours. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's not like, oh, I have a thousand followers and you only have, you know, a hundred. So we (laughs) can't be friends. Like, that's not like a thing at all. But I think that there are times when people are friends with people for the wrong reasons. Right. And it's almost like, oh, well, I saw you have a lot of Facebook followers or Instagram followers, so now I want to be friends with you to try to up my social media game. Right. Yeah. I definitely think there is an influencer, like, wave. Like, you ride the influencer wave into ebbs and flows. There are people who... I went. I I thought they were like. I guess I thought they were kind of not like friends, but you know, acquaintances. Like you're because we do the same thing. And then after I had my baby, I took a break from blogging because that's what you do when you have a baby. And I only worked on things that paid me cash dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. basically what I did. Cash I didn't, I didn't blog because I don't make money from my blog. I don't yeah. plan on monetizing it. It's been that way for ten years. If I need to, I will. But for right now, I'm comfortable yeah. that I cannot. I don't have to put ads or do any sponsored yeah. posts or do anything. You it. But uh, I took a break, and so when I came back, there were people who who do the same thing that I did, or the same, like the, basically the same level, I guess, of popularity that I had or have or whatever. And the people who were closer to me now, like, are on that train, and then I see it because then somebody will go off and they'll go on the other train and they'll be really close you know, quotation, quote, unquote, close with those people. So I think it's just weird to capitalize on what other people are doing when you could spend that time focusing on building your own success. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I know that there's people that definitely hang out with other people based on, oh, you have this amount of followers or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, it's not really going to get you anywhere if it's not a valid friendship. No. Like, it's going to be quite clear that you yeah. just kind There's of There's no point of continuing to, to do pointless collaborations with people if you don't have a close friendship. Yeah. It, or even just a close, like, business relationship. It just gets really awkward when you see so-and-so is doing a webinar, so-and-so is doing a book. And the other thing is, like, <laughs> like, you know, being friends with somebody, like, who has a lot of followers or even being featured in their, like... Instagram pictures or tagged or whatever or having that person share something for you it is not going to necessarily equate to more followers (laughs) especially like the good kind like you want followers that like genuinely care about yeah like you want them to be interested in what you do you want people that are gonna you know support you and are going to you know actually help with your business like you're looking for you know clients and customers and and so if you're just finding people that are just trying to, oh, well, I found you from this person and, 
it's not I really hope you're exactly organic. The same as this yeah, person. yeah. Like I'm just here to like try to, you know, yeah, whatever. Like if it's not for the wrong, the right reasons, you're not going to find the right client, yeah. and you don't want the wrong client because the wrong client is. There a are definitely nightmare. people that I know who've, you know, become really popular for great reasons, and I support those people for because I knew them before. Even if I find somebody around now, they're successful, and we became friends. I still support them the same way I support people. Yeah. who aren't as successful and that should be the way you support any creative friend that you have this like treat everybody the same you don't treat people who are like more popular or yeah. more whatever you should and that's treat the other thing is like just because like you never know where someone's at based on like their right. followers and stuff like in consulting like i've been doing business consulting recently for other small businesses and a lot of the people that i work with are really successful they have great businesses they're making way more money than i am and they have no social media presence because for what their business is it might not be necessary so it's like a lot of people will go online and they'll be like oh well this person only has this amount of whatever and it's like that doesn't even necessarily mean anything so you know it's like don't judge people off of that and like you said like regardless like if you have a friend like whether they have you know, 10 followers or 10,000, like right. you should be there being supportive for whatever it is. What, exactly. if, if they're, you know, publishing a blog post on their own blog that they're really proud of, or if they're being published on, you know, Huffington Post, like whatever it is. You should always support your friends, creative or not, just in any endeavors that they do or they're taking on. You should always be available to give, you know, advice. If someone asks you genuinely for your support or your advice, be like, do it. Just do it. It's not a hassle. And then later on when they become su- successful, you will feel bad because you're like, oh, I didn't help them get to that's where they are. That's such a big one. And that's, like, probably, like, a whole another podcast that uh, we'll eventually have on, like, mentorship. But right. I do feel like in creative communities, like, and I've seen both sides of it. I've yeah. seen people that are like, this is my information and it took me a long time to learn it and I'm not going to share right. it. And I've seen people that are like... I feel confident and secure with who I am and what my business is and what I stand for. And I would more than be happy to, you know, help you with whatever. So what I've noticed is that just kind of like sitting back and looking at least in, in let's talk about, you know, specifically the, uh, Orlando community of photographers. Um, I noticed that the people that willingly help and give information are the people that are more successful than the people that have guarded it. And some of those people have seen success, but it's been either short-lived or they are having a harder time keeping it at that level. Right. Because they don't have anyone in their corner who is really... Because, I mean, like, yes, clients are important, but it is important to have peers and other people in your industry who support you. Stop thinking of everyone as competition. Yes. It doesn't help you. It's not healthy, number one. Community over competition, always. Always wins. That's my preference. So anyways, um, we have, before we wrap up, we have some awesome social media outlets for you to follow us on that I'm going to make Angel say all of them because I'm afraid I'm going to mess them up. No, she's fine. Okay, (laughs) you can follow us on Facebook at Heart and Hustle Podcast, um, Twitter, Heart Heart Hustle Pod, so it's H-E-R-T-H-U-S-T-L-E Pod, P-O-D, Instagram, Heart and Hustle Podcast, and you can find us anytime using the hashtag Heart and Hustle. Yes, so if you have any questions, just reach out to us on those social media outlets, and we are on them all the time. We constantly update, and we would love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for reaching out, and we hope to see you soon. Also, visit us at heartandhustlepodcast.com. Yes, because Angel made us a really pretty site that I had nothing to do with, and it looks really awesome. <laughs> oh. She's the best. <laughs> That's not true, but you can come visit us. All right, we'll see you next week. Thank Bye. You.